Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. I am so excited to be doing some celebrity face reading with you this week, and we are joined by the muse, Twi Dom, who I got a Chinese face reading from mm -hmm. a couple, maybe like a week and a half ago. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about what you do and what we're going to dive into here, because I'm so yeah. excited to explore this new topic. Well, I'm really excited to share it because not a lot of people know about Chinese face reading, but it's actually a science and an art um, of over 3,000 years. And instead of reading your palm, I read your face. Mm -hmm. And in your face is a roadmap of where you've been, your potential, your challenges, your superpowers, and um, it shows uh, really what you came to do. I've, I love that. It's always felt, it really resonates too, because whenever people do talk about palm readings, I know that there's a lot of lines in your mm -hmm. hand, but everybody's face is so individually different. And that's why they're so fun to look at, right? They're yeah. so magnetic. They're so alluring. Yeah. Are there any things that, and I know that you offer these for people and when you did mine, mm -hmm. you know, we highlighted like the eyes, my birth chart, all of these different factors that go into it. Yes. Are there any things that you can kind of share with us that are classic, like maybe Thin lips mean one thing. A mole on your nose means another. Mm -hmm. Like, wh what are some kind of like 101 level face okay. reading hacks? So um, everybody has energy, right? Yeah. You, you feel things from people's features. And um, I look at the combination of how they combine together too. And I will pick out the strongest feature from them. And that corresponds in the Chinese medicine wheel, what element it is and how dominant that is. We have all five elements and they each play on a certain characteristic. And, and tendency the five pattern. elements, by the way, I think mm -hmm. most people right think of earth, fire, right. um, water, yep. air. Yep. And that fifth one is metal, wood. right? Uh, oh, wood. Wood, metal, water, fire, and earth. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so one kind of feeds the other, then also one controls the other on the on the wheel. And so then I see like where there's stronger and where they're maybe they have challenges and um, what maybe can hold them back because of a certain fear and that the level of the fear is it's just like one degree difference, but that kind of is like the program that they are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. is it what people would think like big eyes mean that you're sensitive and a sharp jawline means that you're really cutting or are there some facial yeah. features that kind of don't go with a personality characteristic? Okay. So eyes are probably like one of the um, big, biggest factor, you know, because that's what you see. And they all are beautiful. I fall in love with every person and like every feature and every, and like, oh, that's why they like that. But big eyes tend to mean that you take a lot of energy in and a lot of emotions in. Like you, you have You said that about, eyes. it was, it's so accurate too. Like the minute I step into a post office, like mm -hmm. I feel so depressed because the energy in there is so rancid. Yeah. But also if I watch like an ASMR video, I'll feel like I'm completely on drugs. So mm -hmm. like the, the sensitivity is definitely yeah. real. So there's three types of sensitivity. There's there's some people that feel other people's um, energy, and that's more of the empath. And you hear a lot about that. I'm an empath. I'm an empath. We're all empathic. Yeah, okay? it's really trending right now. Like yes. everybody loves to call themselves an empath. Yes, we're all sensitive. Yeah. Okay, but to the degree of how much. So the bigger the eyes, the more emotions they take in from other people, and then depending on like um, their internal makeup from their birthday and their element there they may pick up emotions left in a space. This is more me. You know, mm. I will pick up more emotions in a space that's left there. And so like during the holidays, I really don't get out that much because I'm afraid I'm going to take that in, yeah. you know. And then others will just feel things really, like the um, chronic or what is that? The, the crier? The, um, Sensitive. It, well, they, they'll just cry because someone else is crying, you know, because oh, they yeah. can feel it, right? Yeah. So those are the emotional impacts. Or if someone's thinking about them, they can just feel it. They just know it. You know, and then there's another type where it's a deeper one. This is more the water element where they just feel things different and they don't know why. And so then if they don't understand it, they can get scared of it too. Mm. But it's the superpower. A lot of um, mediums are this kind of impasse. They just have this knowingness um, and intelligence, you know. Um, so some people have all three, like my little girl. And so I had to really watch like what she does. You know? Yeah. Um, but the eyes take in that and it shows how much you're living from your heart. And so when I see big eyes and they're not set back, I'm like, oh my God, they just take in everything. <laughs> yeah. But the ones that are set back a little bit more, it's great because that means 
they're not just so trusting, you know, and they, they, um, uh, they'll, they'll observe a little bit more, but they'll, they're more, they're going to be more aware of that. And so like they don't take in everything. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. But, I think it's, yeah, it's just fascinating. And it, I think that like the face kind of is a blueprint to the soul, mm-hmm. which kind of leads me into this other question because I was talking with folks over on patreon.com slash fluently forward um, <laughs> about this reading that we did together and their suggestions for who we should talk about on today's episode. And their question was, does plastic surgery affect face reading? And that was something I asked you about because mm-hmm. obviously I've gotten my nose done and I wanted to know the difference about that. And your answer surprised me where you said that if I recall correctly, the plastic surgery will kind of impact someone's mm-hmm. personality changing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about that because a lot of these celebrities, we're going to go over some of the most unique looking ones and then we're also going to do the before and afters. Okay. And I'm very curious, like basically if someone changes their face, do they get a personality transplant? So when you alter the face, you can alter the energy, which is why I had to put on some lipstick, you mm-hmm. know, because um, it could be a short time or a long time and how permanent it is. Um, so like your nose, your nose is your power box. It's also the decade of your forties. And there's three reasons for every feature, the time of life, which is the years. Okay. So like your ears are your childhood years, your nose is your forties, your eyes are your thirties, lips are the fifties. Okay. So you can alter that decade one. And then your nose is also your lung health, how you take things in, if you can relax or if you can, con- or you contract. Mm. Okay. And so this is how hard people are on themselves, the, the perfectionism. So a big example that I like to do is Michael Jackson. Mm. I love him or hate him. Okay. He had a very earthy face before and a very abundant face. There was a lot of roundness and roundness symbolizes the earth element. Okay. Then he changed it where it's more sharp straight line sharp features are normally more the metal features metal is like very purposeful they're this visionary and then they also contract a lot because they don't think they're enough they don't have enough no matter how much they have they're never enough and they which by the way you said i think i was like a triple metal or something so like that resonates yeah yes yeah yes and so they're always trying to find their purpose even though they're right on purpose they never think they're on purpose and they're always trying to find their purpose but if they would just relax then their purpose will actually find them but let's get back to michael jackson because i can go off on a tangent okay (laughs) so his nose is more sharp and that also um makes him like more recluse because he's so sensitive and so then he didn't want to be around people as much right yeah and i mean a lot of these celebrities they get work done once Mm -hmm. they've reached a certain level of fame, which I mean, a lot of trauma comes with that. Your entire lifestyle has changed. So I could see that happening. And a lot of these celebrities all have stories of, oh, I used to be this way when I was a kid. And then you have some people getting a little bit fame obsessed later in life, or they almost have this sort of like PTSD from it. So they become a little bit more of a recluse and more introverted. So it's going to be interesting to uh, get into. So before we start with the very unique celebrities and we dive into their face any faces of anyone famous that really stand out to you where as a face reader you just kind of look at that celebrity or person and you're like oh their face is like giving this away about them or I can totally tell xyz hmm um I don't really look at a lot of celebrities anymore, so um, okay. I, I really haven't, like... Kept, this is great, then, because come, yeah. you're going to be coming into it without any bias, and I know like, that's exactly all of their why. backstories, mm-hmm. so... Okay, so let's start with some of these unique celebrities. Okay. The first two I want to do are Anya Taylor-Joy and Halle Bailey, because they both have these beautiful wide set eyes that I personally find, I think that's, like, one of the most attractive features somebody can have, so mm-hmm. I'll... We'll start with Anya Taylor-Joy. So take a look at her face okay. and what you think. She's she's very known for it. She's got those high cheekbones. She yep. was in the Queen's Gambit. Yep. Obviously, those beautiful kind of alien eyes. Uh-huh. What sticks out to you about her face? Okay, so her eyes are wide set. Normally, wider set eyes means like they have more of a macro vision, whereas like more narrow will be micro, where they look at the fine details. So she can see the bigger picture of things, all right, and have a huge visionary um uh, like portrait of it. She's very dreamy. She does take in a lot of energy from people as mm-hmm. well, from people's emotions to um, uh, the spaces. And so for her, she has to remember the rule only one person per body because she'll want to tell people things and also how to do things because of her cheekbones. Those high cheekbones are what's called bossy cheeks. 
Bossy cheeks. Yes, yes. Or okay. I like to refer to now as leadership skills. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. CEO and, cheekbones. Yeah. yeah. And so her lips, though, are bigger. And so the way that they play together is like she'll want to tell people exactly how she feels and maybe how they should do it. Um, and her eyebrows, um, I know that she does work on them, but she is very dominant where like and she she can state her emotions pretty well and convey her emotions on a more macro level. Now, um, I don't know if you can read this, but she's been pictured a lot with Cara Delevingne. Are you picking up bisexual in this face? I can't. Um, okay. Yeah. All I, right. I don't know that. Otherwise, no. I would have had so many pictures of Taylor Swift to show you. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she's dreamy, but mm -hmm. she's bossy. She can come off as bossy. Interesting. Mm -hmm. It's it's funny too because she, um, I think she's one of the actresses that has played it so right in Hollywood where it never seems like she's kind of clout chasing or attention hungry, but she's always in roles that suit her very well. Mm. I see her having a long career in Hollywood because I think she's playing it really well. Yeah. And she did say that she was bullied massively as a kid growing up because of her eyes and how far apart they are. Are there any signs in face reading of like, I don't know, a tough childhood or, you know, hard to grow up. I wish I could show you more of her ears. Yeah. I know you said that's where the childhood yeah. is. Um, hmm. See, this is why I love doing face reading for kids because if they can only understand that, they would actually love it mm. and they would step into their own. And, and there's always two ways that the element can go, you know, and so I have to see which one they chose. Um, but I don't see, like, deprivation at all. I actually see it as something that she was able to transform and work through, and it made her better. And I'm glad that it happened to her sooner in life because then she can step into her work sooner in life as well instead of waiting later. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually a gift. I love that. Okay, so similar to Anya Taylor-Joy, we've got Halle Bailey here. She was recently in The Little Mermaid. Let me zoom in a little okay. bit. And she also has those beautiful wide set eyes I just feel like they make someone look so young and innocent and yes. like so childlike yes. Um, yes so what do you read in Hallie's face okay so the combination of the eyes and the forehead is what calls out to me in this one oh. she has a very unique forehead and hairline right so her hairline is um the hairline is the decade of the teens it is also your mother's influence Okay, and so the combination of this is her mother's influence is very strong for her. And she has a lot of inherited gifts from her ancestors. So she really wants, and they'll talk to her. And she's so kind. And um, she's very, in the essence and the energy of like Oprah. Mm. Okay, and so that will be like her path later if she learns to trust that and also to sit still and listen to it more and hear that guidance from her ancestors. So she's got this, um, it's kind of like an inventor's um, forehead where it kind of goes in and then up like that, right? Um, so that's really fun and she gets a lot of downloads with it. Um, she won't take action right away because of the way her eyebrows are, Where it's, but she will be a finisher. She's great to have on the team at the end and rally people as they lose their momentum. Yeah, that's fascinating you say that because, you know, her and her sister got famous. Um, oh. They're like a singing duo. Okay. And they started posting these YouTube videos that then they blew up. Beyonce noticed them. Um, I think they're kind of doing a little bit of their own solo thing right now because she's kind of in the Disney circuit. Yeah. And then they'll probably be coming back together. But family is really big with them, right? Because obviously she started with her sister. They were filming mm -hmm. these videos at home. I'm sure that their parents were helping mm -hmm. them alongside. So mm -hmm. that's very interesting to pick mm -hmm. up on that. So her nose here, you see how it's like round and like bubbly? Yeah. yeah. That's more of the earth element too. So she's able to actually have all this abundance and relax into it and use it and be more present to it. Um, yeah, so abundance, a Disney paycheck, that's abundance <laughs> like that. <laughs> Yes, that's yeah. Some, that's some roundness yeah. right there. So I'd really love to see how she develops. Like, ooh, that's where that played out. Yeah, okay, you so know? You, can, you can see kind of a little bit of a cushy future for her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, mm -hmm. damn, that's what's up. Okay, Lily Rose Depp, her face, let me zoom out a little bit. Mm -hmm. She has a face that, once again, is very unique. Mm -hmm. um, to me, I, I feel a little bit sore when I look at her face because it, I don't know, like her cheekbones are so high and heavy that, you know, it seems like they're natural because she's always had that unique face since she was a child. Mm -hmm. um, she was recently in The Idol, new scandalous HBO series. Okay. And obviously with Johnny Depp as her father, it seems like she had to grow up pretty fast. And a lot of people are very curious about what she's actually like okay. because she's not 
huge yet. Yeah. I'm so glad you tell me these things because I really have no clue. Yeah, this. those little TLDR. On yeah. Um, okay, so those cheeks, once again, are bossy cheeks. Bossy cheeks. Yes. Okay. Um, it's very dominant. Um, this could be a person with a lot of leadership skills. However, they can feel intimidating to people. Okay. Um, and so she's, she definitely is, she needs to recognize that she's um, not everyone's cup of tea yeah. and really go for the people that she speaks to that are going to be stronger and more dominant. Um, and um, she's going to be a great leader. She's a huge visionary too. Her Shen is different. And Shen is the amount of heart you live uh, from, uh, uh, from your eyes, what it emanates. So some people have a mysterious Shen. Yeah. All right. Some people have like this dreamy Shen. Some people have this like joy Shen. Some people have the kind one where you look at them, you're like, Oh, they're just so nice. Hers has to be like mysterious. She is more of mysterious. (laughs) It's more of the water element, which can seem scary to some people. Oh, she, like, I just, and I feel bad for celebrities, but she gives me the vibe of like, she would make fun of me if we went to high school together. Mm -hmm. And she could be the nicest person on earth, but it is fascinating because some people give off bitch and some people give off angel just based off of like their facial features. So if I was to do a reading for her, I would energetically have it for a prescription for her is to smile before they do. Mm. Mm-hmm. Smile yeah. first. Yeah, that will soften everything up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Okay, let's move on to um, this one is probably the most notorious for being unique looking in Hollywood. We got Benedict Cumberbatch here. I'm so glad that you um, have him because <laughs> when I saw his picture, I'm like, oh, he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got one of the most unique faces yes. in Hollywood. Once again, a lot of people... I've heard all of these people say that these uh, celebrities have like alien looking faces. And I don't even know what that means because have we seen an alien yet? Like not really. But he's also a lot of people just go back and forth on is he hot? Is he not? He got very famous for playing Sherlock Holmes. Ah. And he also is in the Marvel movies as one of those wizards. He's always playing like a Which very. Which Marvel character is he? I think Doctor Strange. Okay. And he, he always plays like a very logical INTJ type of like uh, smart guy. He's yeah. never playing like the frat bro. So. Okay. Doctor Strange is actually my favorite character. Oh. And so that's why he looked familiar. But he looks different from the movie because the movie they have him. Yeah. Um, so uh, his eyes are very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this is very much a mysterious eye. And those peaks, those points are actually the fire element. Okay, mm. and so this is a different fire. So there's always two energies for everything, and also a, a yin and a yang kind of aspect to it. So there's the big eyes, right? Like yeah. you have, and then there's going to be the smaller eyes, like his. They're actually very fiery too, but in a different way, where it's like in spurts. Okay, so he's more of like a sporadic type. Yes, of... but the way that it there's um these things uh, called the inner canis or the points. So that is... Oh, my part. God. Everyone's talking about that on TikTok right now. Because, like, yeah. incel culture is, like, if your eyes point, like, down, you're an alpha. But if they point up, then, like, you're a beta or something. Is that what you're talking about? Like, the no, inner point? Oh, not okay. at all. <laughs> so points mean that you have a particular way of saying something that gets straight to the point to convey um, or c- communicate, like, art- uh, artistically or an idea or something that's hard. So that's actually a superpower. Now, the points, if they hook down, that um, is a person who knows just the right way to say thing to hurt you. Or, and it's a superpower. And like that saying in um, Spider-Man, you know, with great power comes uh, great, great responsibility. Is that like someone who could like talk you out of your pants on the first date or kind of like swindle you out of it your money? It could be like, if they okay. use that for evil or for their own purpose or selfishness yes totally but they can actually just say something that just hooks you and can really damage a person if they wanted to um yeah so the hook is where i'm like ooh, you better be careful about that and he's got the hook he has a little bit a little hook. yeah but i think with him and the characters that he chose he's actually very aligned and he will choose to do things differently than others. He's one of those like method actors, you mm. know, and he chooses his role very carefully and he's just really not into like everything, you know, and he's very creative because of the forehead. I love the forehead. Yeah. Some people have shorter ones some people have bigger ones, right? People who have big ones like, oh, I hate it. But it's actually um, a person who loves to be in their head and they're very creative and they can be 
um, lost in linear time, or not uh, in like um, abstract time. Yeah. And um, they roam quite a bit. And they may be hard um, with like being on time to things too because of that. Yeah. You know, um, and they're all about the journey as opposed to just a destination. People with a bigger forehead are very, very intuitive. Um, and they are gifted by their ancestors as well. They get a lot of downloads. Um, and sleep is actually very, very important for these people. With big foreheads. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be covering Rihanna later on. And I know a lot of people talk about her big forehead. So all of those traits would mm-hmm. apply to her. Mm-hmm. Now, another... Um, oh, this is one. Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker. Okay. Everyone always called her horse face. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you see? Do you see horse? Now, I also have here like her before and after picture. Yeah. I think a lot of people speculate that she could have gotten a slight nose job, um, yep. maybe some work done to her chin. Yeah. You know, nothing too drastic. She still kind of has the same face shape. But mm-hmm. is there anything that kind of sticks out to you in either the before or the after of Sarah Jessica Parker? Okay. So um, I love Sarah Jessica Parker because um, I love Sex and the City in her character. Yeah, Um, she definitely got her nose done, but um, her nose is actually her superpower once again. Okay, Um, before she might have had a lot of stress because of the pressure that she put on herself, and then when she did, she probably had um, a lot of back problems too. Mm. Um, The nose job may have fixed a lot of her back problems, um, and it's actually been able to make her relax a little bit more. Um, And would that be like because? you're not self-conscious about your nose, you're more relaxed, so that helps other parts of your body, or um, what's the correlation there? The correlation there is her perfectionism. It's the metal uh, element. Uh-huh. I so believe that in her. I definitely think mm-hmm. she's a perfectionist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, because of the way that this picture is, like, outlined in her eyes, you know, um, I, I don't think that that's changed any, but she's a very fiery person. She loves to bring joy to other people. She, um, she absorbs that a lot as well. It's probably why she chose a lot of her comedy, mm-hmm. um, you know. And um, in this picture here, she's not smiling, so I don't, I can't see her teeth and her gums now, but um, her face is like filled out and I think she's been able to really relax more into herself as she's aged. Um, I'm glad that she has shadowed in her eyebrows a little bit more. Um, it makes her more logical too and just um, being more grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been so interesting. Sarah Jessica Parker is someone who we've really watched her in every, I mean, for the past, like, 40 years or something. Because yeah. I feel like with a lot of, even with the folks from Friends, like, you only see them in movies, so they're all the way done up. But we get to see Sarah Jessica Parker age. Mm-hmm. And everyone gives her such shit. I think Sarah Jessica Parker's beautiful. I yes. really do. Yeah. All right, Killian Murphy. Ugh, what a dreamboat. The cheekboat. I don't know if he's also got the bossy cheekbones. These, to me, are fuck-me cheekbones. <laughs> I don't know if that comes across, but... Okay. He's sexy. He's in a lot of dramas. He was recently in Oppenheimer, and he's notoriously very, very private, doesn't like doing interviews. Yes, and it's, I know that you love those cheekbones, but it's his eyes. So here, uh-huh. the eyelids, the shen on this, this is that dreamy shen. Yes, <laughs> it's really dreamy. Like, yeah. even looking at it here on the computer he screen, I like, got a little flustered. highly flustered. sensitive, but he's got mm-hmm. prominent eyebrows mm-hmm. and those thicker eyebrows, so he is very, like, in tuned with himself and he doesn't care to be around people. Mm-hmm. Is there anything about symmetry? Because I think he has such yes. a symmetrical face. So what's the difference between asymmetry and symmetry? Yes. Symmetry is huge. So the way that we perceive things is that the more symmetrical a person's face is, the more beautiful they are. Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh for and, me. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. So there's beauty in everything. And it's we if we let go of judgment and we know that the that's, this is why I love every feature of someone, you know? And not everyone's face is the same. So your right side is what you show the world. Mm. Your left side is your intuitive side your, your in, uh, and what you um, are going to evolve to. And so, like, for your face, when I stood next to you earlier and I saw it closer, there's one side that's a little bit higher. Yes, yet. I'm a side sleeper. <laughs> Beyond that, too, though, your purpose line, one is higher than the other and one is deeper than the other. So the lines right here are called purpose line. It's also your large intestine. I thought that was the nasolabial fold or the marionette (laughs) line, but you're talking about these ones that when you smile. These right here, yeah. And so the deeper those are, the more in purpose on purpose you are it doesn't mean that you found what you're going to do for the rest of your life but you found the essence of it I'm very on purpose then you are I thought it was just like being you know a little bit Irish and having thin skin Mm -hmm. but I do because there are so many things too where I'll go back and look at 
baby photos sometimes because, you know, sometimes we all stare at ourselves in the mirror too much and you're like, oh my God, I have this flaw. But then I'll look at pictures of myself in elementary school or middle school and I'll have the same exact thing. Like these folds I've had since I was a kid. So I know it's not just aging. Maybe that's something to it. Yes. So now you can celebrate those and love it. Yeah. And one thing that maybe you want to do and to speak more of your voice, to even be stronger in resonance um, is because you love beauty as well and treatments, um, is just to do this for you. Mm. And then you can call in whatever it is and you can affirm. And anyone, by the way, who's listening on audio and not, um, how would you describe that to someone who's not watching on YouTube? It's kind of like a massage going down your nose to your chin. Yeah, start with your nose. And I I like to use the inside um, of your uh, is this the inside? I think the outside the outside edge of the, the edge by the of, pinky yeah, yeah by the pinky. So you put that like right where your nose is, so that you can breathe in more and just take deeper, slower breaths and go down and just trace it. You don't have to press hard. You can just do it lightly and breathe. And then you could close your eyes or have them open, but. Just reclaim yourself and remember who you are and that you're on purpose, whatever that you want to call in, and just relax and that you're cool, confident, and calm. Uh, the click speaking. of your bracelets, too. I'm, like, getting ASMR just from watching it. It's, <laughs> it's very relaxing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see who else we have here. Uh, Natalie Dormer. She was in Game of Thrones. She's been in other period pieces. I think she was in The Tudors. She has such a unique talk about asymmetrical face, but the Mm. beauty and the asymmetry. A lot of people compare her to, I think, Lola Bunny from Space Jam, but I think she has this beautiful kind of perpetual smirk, and she's also someone who people point her out. She's very facetious, all right, Mm -hmm. and she will like to, like, just maybe throw something out to see how a person... um, reacts okay fun she doesn't really mean it in a like a mean evil way she's like she, flirty she likes to provoke uh, yeah a little bit and she also is intrigued by their mind at, because of the way that her eyes are and you can, you can tell like from her face one side's a little bit higher yeah. right and so that is her left side and so it's like her left side just trying to like tap into their subconscious and mm. but she really does like to bring joy to other people because of um her lips um what she has is kind of like cupid's bow yeah right on the lips and what is cupid's superpower love exactly. shooting people exactly <laughs> exactly and then she also has somewhat of a widow's peak yes right the widow's peak is actually a very charming feature yeah. i love this feature it's actually very attractive to the opposite sex oh. okay and so if she was looking for love um in a relationship then i would actually tell her to highlight that widow's peak by either changing her hair so that it splits in the middle uh-huh. to create more of that heart shape because yeah. what does the heart shape convey sex love love, love. And, <laughs> and sex too yeah but creativity yeah okay and so um this will actually draw people more to her and um as she smiles and then she will actually find her own quirky way of doing something and um uh she really wants people to actually feel joy yeah, she she's one of those celebrities that just has like good vibes. There's not a lot of very scandalous. What character did she play on her. Game of Thrones? She played Marjorie Tyrell, who rest in peace should have made it to the end, and she knew what <laughs> Cersei was up to. But spoiler yeah, yeah. alert, you know Cersei yeah. uh, finished okay. her. Yeah. Um, okay, this one, Timothy Chalamet. I think he's a statue at the Met who came to life one day <laughs> and nobody noticed. Like he, Once again, me, that dreamy Shen. Yes. See? And it just pulls you in, right? Uh, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he's got a very mysteriousness to him too. Mm-hmm. Um, those cheekbones and that jawline, so that square jawline, yeah. um, a lot of women gravitate to because it stands for strength. Okay, ah. so he, this one though, can be very judgmental quickly. Yes. Okay, okay. the blinds say that he's such a diva, such a bitch to people, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, as he ages, he will have more compassion. Um, and because uh, his chin right there is a very dominant chin, uh-huh. it's one with tenacity and um, it's uh, willpower too. And so that may be where he maybe scares people off, like where he expresses his emotion too much. But he is very loyal once you earn his loyalty, mm-hmm. like almost to a fault. Mm-hmm. Now, him and Lily Rose Depp um, dated for a bit. Some people think that they 
weren't actually a real couple. It was just for PR. Mm. In seeing the two of their faces together, is there something about her bossy cheekbones that you think would pair well with his like dominant chin or anything like that? Yeah. Um, if they fought, it is probably pretty terrible. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's a little probably, bit of a yeah. spicy relationship yes, there. Yeah. Now, Angelina Jolie. Oh, mm -hmm. good heavens. She's just been crowned one of the most beautiful women in Hollywood for years. And right. she has such a striking, striking face. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think everybody gets a little bit of work done. You don't really see too many things about Angelina Jolie getting uh, work done. She's kind of always had this beautiful face. Mm. So she does have very dominant features. Um, the, she has what's called, um, oh goodness, it's part of the meta element, but it's um, a person who has high expectations for herself and others. It's the queen's eyebrows. Yeah, queen's oh, okay. eyebrows. Okay. And then she's got a very symmetrical face. Yes. Right? Her lips are very full and abundant. She um, loves to um, enwrap her in beautiful things, actually. She's very hedonistic. Okay? Yeah, hedonistic, yes. Yeah, hedonistic, yes. For sure. Yeah, yeah that describes um, her. Mm -hmm. Those cheekbones, bossy cheekbones. So she's very good at expressing how she feels. Her eyes... Do you see the points? How strong yes. they are? She's got a very great artistic way of just conveying her emotions, what she wants, um, and she's a huge visionary. Mm. Um, yeah, so she just gets stronger and stronger as she ages and just um, sinks more into her wisdom as well. She's got that big forehead too. Remember yes. the creativity and the, the downloads, rumor. yeah. Yeah, and the downloads. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, she's just one that will constantly be working on herself and other people too, but she knows exactly where she's at and she doesn't really care what other people think and she will walk her the lane that she's going to. Yes. And the same with her kids too. You know. uh, one thing that I haven't talked about yet is the philtrum. And the philtrum is this line right here. Okay, so some people will have a wide philtrum, some people will have a narrow one, some will have like more of a triangle that's like goes downward and some has to go upward. Mm -hmm. The philtrum is the area of creativity. It's water element as well. So I'll have to see like this and like the hairline and the forehead, how they play together. Okay, and so hers is kind of wide. So she's got a lot of strength. Even when she'll be like 100 years old and still be doing probably some, uh, a lot of like, you know, um, aerobics or whatever like that, yeah. you know, and she really maintains that. And her level of energy is consistent because um, if it's like a triangle where it opens up, then that means that they'll get stronger with life and the energy. But the other way, it's like they have more energy as they were younger and then they'll dwindle. Um, so hers is very even. Mm -hmm. That's so funny because, I mean, of course, Lara Croft, right, is what catapulted her. She's been in wow. Salt. She's been in all of these different action mm -hmm. movies. And there has to be a reason, mm -hmm. you know, because you could really put any hot girl in an action movie and she'll look good. But she's so good at doing those physical strength, you know, kind of mm -hmm. ass kicking roles. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's in the philtrum there. Uh-huh. This episode is brought to you by Olive and June, and I recently have been playing around with the Olive and June fall colors for different manicures. So if you're looking for a way to get a manicure or use some press-ons or basically style your nails at home, I cannot recommend Olive and June more. I recently have been playing with their press-ons. They have these beautiful, like, glossy pink. It's giving very much Sydney Sweeney. They have glossy red. It's giving Rihanna. And then they also have this mixed matte one and I always have been fascinated by mattes like even when I see a car go by and it's done in matte paint just has an extra cool look to it and you can do it for your nails as well and now that I am doing these press-ons I have to say they stay on this isn't gonna like come off of your nail in one or two days. These stay on, they're very easy to use. They come with a bunch of different equipment so you can put them on properly. So if you want to try Olive and June, you can visit oliveandjune.com slash fluently and you're going to be getting 20% off of your first press-on system. So once again, if you wanna try out Olive and June, um, either for the polishes or for the press-ons, go to oliveandjune.com slash fluently and you'll get 20 percent off okay brianna yeah she has that big forehead but yeah. i think she just has one of the most unique faces out there and she's also all like on all of those lists the most beautiful women in hollywood right. um i did do a reading of rihanna not too long ago it was after the super bowl because then i was just like i listened to her super bowl thing like everything like, yeah i want rihanna's you know energy with me and so there's a law of entrainment and, and so when i listen to her music then i 
you know, what she put out there, that it becomes part of me too. And I talked about her huge forehead. She gets a lot of downloads from her ancestors. They guide her. And I actually advise for her um, to, like, in the morning to have tea with her ancestors. Mm. Where, like, they, uh, and this will have her, like, talk things out from her head because she gets so much information. And she is so sensitive. And she's got those um, points in the eyes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her eyes are actually a little bit more wide set. And so she, she really see. has those points in her eyes, by the yeah. way. I've never noticed how down they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. and then that means that she can hook people with words, right? Or say. Yes, okay. yes, totally. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Let's see who else we have here. Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. She's gotten a little bit of work done, but I think a lot of people compare her to kind of those old Hollywood romantic type of faces. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people asked for mm-hmm. your opinion on her. So she's got um, a lot of that mysterious Shen mm-hmm. as well, like where it just pulls you in, right? And wondering what she's thinking about. Um, so whatever she got altered, like from this face now, it's very symmetrical. She's got that philtrum too, which is that creativity. Um, I wonder what her forehead looks like and how rounded it is. Because if it goes back a little bit more, or like if it goes in and then yeah, out let's like try that. to find a uh, picture um, of her face. Here yeah, but she's very much a perfectionist. Let's see which one of these is good for her forehead. She kind of keeps it covered up. Yeah. So when you cover something up, it just means that you, uh, you hide that from the world, but it's still a part of you. Um, She's got those full lips, too. Yeah, yeah, well, she didn't always have those mm. full lips. I would say that's probably one of the main things that she okay. had done. What would be, speaking of plastic surgery, changing someone's personality, having thin lips and then getting filler into big lips, yes. what would that change? So that energy will still be inside them, but by alternate, they can um, boost it or deplete it a bit. So people who have thin lips that blow it up, they will blow up that aspect in the lips of like maybe talking more, being able to um, also give more. Mm. Um, maybe uh, if it's the top lip, they will actually get more involved with like gossip. So you- oh, which is shocking mm-hmm. that mine is so thin and all I do is gossip, you know? If it was any bigger, we'd have a catastrophe. <laughs> so yours is different, okay. right? Because you... Um, also, when you smile, I can see your gums. Yeah. So you're actually a very giving person. Well, I can tell you what that means. That means I was a horse girl growing up. <laughs> That's a horse girl gum. <laughs> so a person who has that gum is Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Okay. And she she's interesting because she started off as a little bit of a punk rocker mm-hmm. and then turned into a little bit more of like a glam person. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And then now she's very motherly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've, I loved watching her when she was on The Voice. Yeah, you know, how she just took care of people, and so for you, um, it's not that you you gossip, okay, because of the other features. It's um, you're intrigued and you want to move them forward and you want them to have change. But you're with your triple um, seven, you're the hostess, okay. That is like the hostess with the mostest, and she will always like the Titanic will be going down, but she's out there serving. Um, tea and cooking like everything's gonna be okay everything's <laughs> gonna be okay yeah yeah not that you ignore it but you like to keep things on the surface you mm. know and you're very entertaining yeah. and so that's why you like these things but you're deeper than that thank you mm-hmm. yeah I will say too we're we call ourselves the fluently forward floozies but then we also call ourselves the forward thinker sometimes because some of the episodes oh. are junk food topics but sometimes we get a little sociological a little mm-hmm. bit you know People think this about celebrities. Why do they think that? Yeah. So your approach to a lot of things is probably more like the Trojan horse. Mm. You know, you like to present that horse to people so that you can come in. But you know the work is really on a deeper level. <laughs> That's exactly but you know that to get to inside, you got to give them the Trojan horse. Yeah, which yeah, is so the that's your tactic. Of, uh, social yeah. media too, you know, <laughs> with the hook here. Now, let's round things out with some before and afters that people had asked about. Zach Efron. Yes. What a before and after. Yes. This was kind of him in his post-high school musical days. Allegedly, I would say there might have been some trauma with a guy named Mohammed Al-Turkey. We've got a Patreon episode on mm. Zac Efron all about that. Now, he claims that he broke his jaw like six years ago, and that's why his face looks so different. Mm-hmm. Um, he says it's not plastic surgery. Mm. I will say... As of like a couple months ago, he's looking more like his old self. So I think he might have gotten something mm-hmm. removed. But what do you see in the difference between these two faces? Okay. So your face can change just through life. And um, then that will show the dominance of certain 
um, elements. So like my face before was very sharp and more square. Mm. And that was because my metal element was more. And then it became round and I didn't like the roundness because I thought it was fat, you know, and like that's the metal of like judgment and such. His jawline um, increases his wood element, which is to take action. Mm. He um, will become a stronger leader and he'll become more confident. Okay. Um, so it's also the eyebrows, you know, whereas before he, he's always been outspoken though because of his ears, how they stick out. Okay. Um, and he will pave his own path. Um, he's going to just get stronger and knowing his strength and really speaking up for it and becoming a um, leader to others. One thing that can also happen though is the opposite. Okay. Um, where he becomes more materialistic. Ah. more judgmental, yeah. more status, um, because it feeds the ego. And, and you know so what? we have to watch which way it goes. Yeah. And so some of the things that, if it is an accent, is actually the universe's way of stopping him from his own ego mm. and doing the work. That makes me hopeful for him because I feel like, um, you know, allegedly in the episode we did, High School Musical, Kenny Ortega, you know, it's it's not that great to be a young Disney star. There's all that pressure on you. Mm -hmm. So the idea that maybe he's growing a little bit more of a backbone, learning how to say no, stand up for himself, I think mm -hmm. that's... Now, Ariana... I, um, hmm. I wouldn't doubt that right now he's going through somewhat of um, what's called um, the dark night of the soul. Dark night of the soul? Yes. And what's that? So that will be a period of anywhere from like two years to like even like 10 where they do a lot of inner searching. It may seem depression, but it is for them to actually step forward and do their work if um, they choose that and not be a victim. I could totally see that for him. Mm -hmm. That's very on point. Mm -hmm. um, Ariana Grande, I could have pulled up about seven before yeah. and after because yeah. she's gone through a lot. But uh -huh. we have here on the left kind of her when she was getting into... Um, the show Victorious back when she was younger with the dark curly hair and now her on the right, which she kind of has K-popified herself. <laughs> okay. um, I think that a lot of stuff has gone on. What do you see in the, the main difference between these two faces? Um, because that's at an angle, I really can't see some of the other ways, like the symmetry of it, you know, um, but she is actually with what she's chosen to show, she will become um, like a little bit harder on herself. Oh, and she, I feel like she's already so hard yes. on herself. Yeah. Yes, because before she had more of the earth element, which is compassion, but then that took on a role of taking care of other people and she didn't understand that sensitivity and that's actually her superpower. And so she th maybe thinks that she needs to be stronger or fulfill these things and then feeling not enough. Um, or like maybe before that she was too much. And so she's really still trying to find that balance. Wow. And she has said, you know, it's in a lot of her lyrics that she's needy, she's sensitive, she's emotional. And you now see her kind of moving into a space where um, rather than embracing that sensitivity, she yeah. just gets really, really hard on herself. Kind yeah. Of um, maybe something that she needs to work on or she wants to work on is um, surrendering. Surrendering. Okay. Mm -hmm. The magic of surrendering. We'll see what happens to her because she's now newly divorced and single. So uh -huh. it will be an interesting era for her. Olivia Munn. She <laughs> says that her face changed because of Japanese sweet potatoes. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like the biggest joke to me. Like how many of those potatoes do you have to be eating to change your face that much? I'm, I think it's pretty obvious that she got work done. She started by kind of doing these treatments to laser off her freckles. Mm. Um, I think a lot of people talk about changes so, in the eyelid. Yeah. I love freckles. Freckles yeah. is actually the fire element ah. and joy because people who are, have like, really light skin and um, like redheads and stuff, when they go out in the sun, what happens? Their freckles Freckling, get amplified. Yeah. And it's because sun is joy, you know, and they're doing things so um, that bring them more joy. So freckles is actually a good thing. Okay, but because of Hollywood. And now, when that. you remove them, does that mean you're kind of making yourself sadder? So it doesn't allow for as much or you don't feel as much joy in your life and you really just keep seeking it instead of letting it come to you and allowing it maybe that's why she started dating john mulaney who's a comedian because she was oh, like with yes. my freckles gone i need some joy yes <laughs> yeah know? yeah where can i find mm -hmm. it so um if you see her, her before picture she's got those cute dimples so cute so yeah. cute and 
you have a more like trust feeling with her, right? And yes. love feeling of her. Whereas this other one is more of a perfectionist. So she actually wards off a lot of more people and building more of a wall for her as opposed to allowing that. Um, so the comment about the sweet potatoes, that could happen where like maybe something changed in her digestive system. Mm. And so then it just changes her body and her face. And then, so this is like, this is why I love the face because the face is the most present indicator of where you're at mm. mm-hmm. and it can change yeah yeah god very interesting we'll see what happens with her um mm-hmm. i feel like drama kind of always surrounds her bella hadid talk about a before and after um mm. i think personally she got a little bit of everything done onto her face mm-hmm. so we have her on the left i think this is her at around 17 18 her on the right, one of the highest paid models of all time. What major changes do you see in her? She's reading? a lot harder on herself because now her face is more metally as opposed to earthy. Yes. The earth is the cushion, the roundness. You know, this is what actually is your superpower because um, you're always wanting to take care of other people and other people want you to take care of them. And it's all about relationships and friendships and family. Their tribe is very important. So with the metal element, they can really seclude themselves. And sometimes they're so visionary, like, um, and they also may give off a, um, like, a queen or a king of royalty thing that they don't mean to, you know, where they can seem very snobbish. And so it actually cuts off connection for them. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so true for her because she's, she's very empathetic. She's so, so sweet. I think her mom was a little bit crazy and abusive. So she's now a people pleaser. You can tell she definitely overextends and gives herself to people. Mm-hmm. But since her surgery, she does kind of have that high fashion model element a little bit like you don't know if you would be friends with them because she does now have that face where it just looks so severe mm-hmm. and not as, you know, but her sister, Gigi Hadid, has that round kind of cherub face. Okay. So here, wait, let me pull up a picture of them together so you can see. So yeah, you can see that Gigi has more of that round. That Would that be the earth quality there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Today's episode of Fluently Forward is brought to you by Lumi. And you know, it's in the Fluently Forward brand. If we're not talking about our discharge, we're usually talking about being a little bit sweaty. So I'm so excited that Lumi is one of our sponsors because they make fantastic deodorant options. And I mean options. I did not know that deodorant came in such a wide variety of methods and textures, but check this out. Lumi has got a starter pack, right? So if you want to try them out, this comes with a solid stick deodorant. Obviously, you know, we're used to that. I have mine in a beautiful toasted coconut smell. They also have a cream tube deodorant, and this has been rocking my world. I get it in the lavender scent. And after, you know, a bath, a shower, you put on your moisturizer and then boom, I slap some of this into my hands and I rub it over my armpits, my feet, my butt. Okay. Let's be vulnerable. You can sweat anywhere. It's absolutely fantastic. I love the way it works. I love how good for your body it is. And if you want to get $5 off a Lumi starter kit, you can do it with code FLUENTLY. So go to lumideodorant.com. That's L-U-M-E deodorant.com. Use code FLUENTLY and that will get you over 40% off of your starter pack. So lumideodorant.com, code FLUENTLY. Everybody wanted to know Taylor Swift. Of course. She's she's a big celebrity here on Fluently Forward. Yeah. Um, so Taylor, because she was here in Denver, yeah, you know, recently, like and I had so many people spray tan um, because of her event. And so I'm so <laughs> thankful that that's another part of my business. Um, but this year, so I quickly looked up information on her. And this year, she's the year for her to go for it. The last two years has been more like working on herself and the creativity and allowing that to flow. She wanted to dream a new dream and like um, really step into that. Then she found um, ways to have it happen through other people and building new foundations. And that's probably what skyrocketed this tour for her. Yeah. She's got those peaks in the eyes. Okay. Right? So, I mean, talk about someone who's good with words, right? right? She even Conveying, says in a song... Yep. My words shoot to kill when I'm mad. I have a lot of regrets yes. about that, which kind of describes that yes. uh, peak. Yeah. yeah. Her eyebrows are thinner, kind of just like yours, right? Yeah. So people with thin eyebrows have a sensitive nervous system. Yeah, that's... Mm. Okay, so she gets diarrhea like me when she gets anxious. <laughs> Probably. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, but she's got those queen's eyebrows to that peak 
right? At, oh, at that, the that end. high arch that, that she high has? arch. Okay. Yep. Um, she's got high expectations for herself and others. She's got that cute nose that likes to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then she's got those bossy cheeks as well. Mm. She's got those luscious lips. That's very abundant and somewhat of a Cupid's bow. She also loves to bring love to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And her face is very symmetrical according to this picture. Okay. Um, so she does not like to be told what to do though. That's yeah. very much her. That's yeah. very, very yeah. on point. It's, so that's like the, even though she's got dominant cheeks, um, they're a little bit more on the flatter side from this picture. Yeah. And a lot of monks have that too. Yeah, they, oh. yeah, they don't like to be told what to do and they pay their own path. And once they know their path, like they're very, um, uh, like purposeful. Yeah. Purposeful. Yeah. Thank now, you. I mean, while we're here, Taylor and Carly Kloss, there's rumors that they dated and they looked so similar to each other. Like, <laughs> talk about that arch in the eyebrows, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you see a lot of, like, let me try to find a quote or I'll just zoom in on this. On their faces, I'm curious if um, it means that, like, they have a similar personality together because everyone thought that they were twins or sisters. I think they have a similar face shape, eyebrow arch. I don't mm -hmm. know if she has the bossy cheeks as well. What mm -hmm. do you see? So um, that just means they have similar energy essences, which is why they got along so well. That mm -hmm. just magically syncs and aligns, you know. Um, so um, I don't know if they dated or not. That's, yeah. that's, you know, <laughs> but um, they have a, uh, a great love for each other. And they're supposed to do their work with each other as well. Yeah, and they, they're a good system of checks and balances for each other yeah. to support each other. All right, well, let's hope. Okay, the very last one here that was also highly requested, Selena Gomez. Mm. So I, I would think just kind of getting my 101 lesson here, I see earth in her face, right? Yes. I see a lot of roundness. Yes, yeah. Um, now, there's another thing with the roundness could also be the fire feature. Mm. She's got a lot of fire. Um, fire is sometimes hard to figure out because um, unless you know to look at the shen and also the glow in their skin, she's got this glowiness about her. And so um, she just brings joy to people. Like when you look at her, right? Mm -hmm. You're just like, oh, she's, she's got joy. She could get away with murder and yeah. she's got the face that yeah. could like absolve her of the crime basically. Totally. Yeah. And she if she doesn't love something, she, her, she can't stay, whether it be in a relationship, a role, um, yeah, whatever it is that she does. Mm -hmm. I remember reading an article back in the day, this was like in J-Teen magazine, where she said that she was really insecure about her ears sticking out, so she would always wear her hair down. Mm. You mentioned something about Zac Efron. What does that mean when you have ears uh, that kind of stick out a bit? I love ears. And yeah. it, little kids who have ears that stick out, yeah. I just want to <laughs> rub it because I want that energy with me. And I tell them, and I tell their parents too in particular because it's a superpower. Um, so... Ears that stick out means that they love to hear the sound of their own voice. Mm. Yes. And so they may need to work on listening. They're uh -huh. also very willful. They're very curious. They can help invoke um, curiosity in other people and inspiration. Um, and if they have points in their ears where there's elfy, that's even better. Mm. <laughs> because then they've got like elf energy. Okay. Okay, um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. And so when they know that, they can love it or like they might not love it, you know, but they will learn that it, it is actually a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how cute is that? Right? I love Now that. don't you just like, I just want to feel those ears. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah. I'm like thinking about mine and everything. I mean, <laughs> you normally don't think about your ears at all. Mm -hmm. I remember reading something about um, Chinese face reading years ago and they said that the bigger the ear, the wiser the person. Does that? So the bigger the ears, it, ears do convey wisdom because that's part of the water element. It's also their risk-taking mm. and their tenacity and their strength, okay? Um, so they could be more planners as well, like if it's like more inward, or like, but if it's like sticks out, that's a whole nother story. Okay, so inward and like smaller would be a planner. No, um, planner would actually be a longer or bigger ear. Longer, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shorter or smaller ears would be they live more in the moment. Ah, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. fascinating. So some people who have a smaller ear and some other features, I was like, well, you like to live in the moment. So one of the things that I would plan, uh, ask you to do is maybe just putting away part of your income as if it's an expense so that you always have it, otherwise you won't. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they will not do that, and then they will, and then depending on their nose or whatever, like they will always feel like they don't have enough, you know. But yeah, get something to combat it. And then mm -hmm. the last question here: um, 
mole placements. A lot of celebrities have famous, right? Marilyn Monroe yes. had a mole. Yes. I think Angelina Jolie has one on her forehead. Mm -hmm. What does that placement on the face kind of yes. mean? So this is huge. Moles normally mean enhancement or a boost. Okay. A okay. Boost. Unless it turns different colors, then don't do it because, um, especially if the mole is on the purpose line. Okay. Okay. So yeah, these, yeah. these folds by the yeah. mouth. Yeah. So um, this will also maybe boost a certain year in their life. I okay. think Nikki Reed has like a mole kind of in that area. Yeah. yeah. So the, that would be like in their 50s. And I'd have to look at my chart because I don't have every like point memorized. Yeah. Okay. Um, so normally a bump means an enhancement in that year or that energy or, um, or that element. Okay. Now a scar is depletion. So Tina Fey has a scar kind of along her jawline. Mm -hmm. So what would that So I would to? ask her then when she got it, what she was experiencing then. So she was a child and a guy slashed her in her front yard. Ooh, okay. <laughs> so, so maybe fear, I don't know. Yeah, there's certain fears. Yeah. I mean, I, the Chinese face reading can also be a lot of like internal work, you know, almost like therapy. Mm. Um, so I would have to ask her more and where that has hindered her. But you cannot... Have courage unless you have fear. Yeah, yeah. You cannot have courage unless you have fear. So that might have really helped her to have the courage and to live her life the way that she does. Yeah. Yeah. And like her other features, you know, um, she's such a fighter for other people. Her big eyes, she really feels things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so um, something about me, which I'm still doing the work on, because even though I know this, I have to do the work too. I got this scar right here on my nose. And this was it's by your corner. By my corner. Yeah. Okay. And um, this was because of my colitis. All of a sudden, I got a bump there. And then it became like this infection. It grew big. I was afraid that I was going to have eye surgery and then be blind because of like the nerve endings there. But luckily, nothing happened in that drastic way. But it did cause a scar here. Mm. And so the 40s are your is your nose. And when I looked at that point there, it was 44. Was that, that was the year I, yep. And so this now is a reflection of how I take things in my vision and um, that area. So I still am very aware of it. I'm like, ooh, well, how's that showing up? And yeah. so then I sometimes will rub it, you know, um, yeah, and see if it fades or not because it can fade if I heal it. So sometimes wrinkles is because you do something repetitively, mm -hmm. and so it's a pattern, right? And so if you want to examine it, and then when you heal it, then it sometimes fades, mm -hmm. but it will always be there. You don't want to eradicate it because then guess what? You got to learn the lesson again. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's supposed to be there, and we just want to get rid of everything, like our joy lines, which we call crow's feet. But yeah. it's how much joy we have, and people trust us if we have more of that. And so, if you heal it, it may still be there, but it's faint, so that you learned the lesson. Yeah. Yeah, but if it um, it doesn't go away, it's maybe because it needs y you to remember, so that you can move beyond it. And I so like then that. when you love that, you bless it, and then you don't put attention or focus on it anymore, and you can move on. Yeah. It's another form of surrender. I and then you allow. Such a great way of looking at the face rather than good, bad, like it, don't like it, what yeah. should I change? So yeah. I cannot encourage anyone listening to this more to book a face reading with you oh, because you. it really was, it felt like I was almost getting like therapy, but you also <laughs> gave some great like actionable advice. Yeah. You know, I've decked out my front door based off of what you said <laughs> and the entryway there. So uh -huh. tell, tell everybody kind of what a face reading looks like um, uh -huh. with you and how people can book it if they're interested. Okay. So there's other face readers out there. I could do that and stuff that's just for fun. But the reason I'm different is because I have the energy approach to it. So it's kind of like acupuncture for your spirit. I give you energetic tools for you to do. And the more consistent you are on it, the more you can change the energy. A shift in energy is always followed by a shift in reality, you know? And so um, that's why my readings are different. And then I do what your... Um, your birthday chart. There's yeah. just so much more, yeah. you know? Um, so... There are different types of readings that you can do with me. I recommend starting out with the 60-minute one because there's so much. We even went over, right? Yeah. Because there's so much. Because I just fall in love with everything. I'm like, oh, I want to tell her this. I want to tell her this. I'm like, no, that's enough homework for her right now. And then she'll come back because then the energy will change. And then no one can tell you your future. You know, it's free will. 
And so um, that would be the best. And then the next, uh, just to get people started, otherwise it could be overwhelming. The 90 minute one is great because I do more of the energy stuff with it. Um, and you can book your appointment at soyouboutique.net. Yes, we'll have links to everything yeah. in the show notes and up on mm -hmm. Instagram. And the homework you gave me too was great too because I remember you taught me this breathing exercise of like pushing out energy that like isn't yours or isn't meant for yours. Yeah. And like a couple of days after I met with you, I like got some sort of like nasty comment in my DMs and it was like bugging me for an hour. And then I was like, wait a minute, mm -hmm. let me try. And I did the repetitive breaths out. Yeah. Like and I just felt better. And I was like, oh my God, what a great yeah. piece of homework because before that would have sat with me and like ruined yeah. the next six hours. Yeah. And I yeah. just don't tell people what to do. I actually do it with them because if you don't take the first step with them, they will forget. And so I yeah. anchor in that experience, you know, and um, I really want to help people where I go with them, even if like they leave me, but like they have that tool then they can always come back to neutral and remember their original self and love themselves and give themselves more compassion with it understand like wait that's my superpower wait that's my downfall you yeah. know and then they can switch the energy because there's always two sides to it and they can choose again and they can choose better and they can yeah. choose more authentically for them to yeah. live their authentic life instead of like comparing themselves with others and what I should be doing because it's not logical world. It's no, no. God, God, if no. you go by logic, you suffer, yeah. you know, you overthink it. You don't take action. You freeze. And then you don't ever think you're good enough and that you're doing the right thing. And then you're always seeking. But if you can relax and understand that about you, it will actually find you and you can see the answer for yourself. I love that. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, anybody who's interested, check out the link in the show notes. We're going to have all of your links up on Instagram the week okay. that this goes out as well or in the YouTube description. And um, thank you so, so much for coming on and thank sharing you. all I of so this enjoyed knowledge this. with us. It was so much fun. And when you sent me those pictures, I was like, ooh, I didn't know these people were out there. Oh, I yeah. wanna, now I want to look. I'm like, no, that's too much energy. You got other things to do. Yeah, you know? but, we yeah got this some was fun. Celebs, yeah. So thank you. And yeah. uh, also you're on TikTok, Instagram, and sometimes you do these readings as well. Mm -hmm. So check, check her out there. And we will see you for another episode of Fluently Forward next week. Bye, guys.